0: Hello and welcome back to Dial H for Hero Clicks. I'm your sexy ranch hand co-host Calder Ness. In this episode, we're going to be talking about the news this week, I guess if that's what we want to call it. We'll be answering some listener questions and going over the Prince format as that tournament has wrapped play and we have a winner. This is episode 346. Howdy, howdy. Let's get rowdy. Dial H for Heroclix is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com where you can find cool stuff in stock every day including all the latest Heroclix singles and sealed products make sure you check them out at CoolStuffInc.com use code DIAL5 for 5% off your order that is D-I-A-L-5 for 5% off your order joining me as always in the studio is the HeroColics heavyweight champion, Simeon Bruce. What's going on, Simeon?
1: Ooh, heavyweight champion and soon to be the winner of a huge settlement. I'm going to call oh, JG Wentworth because it's my money. I <laughs> need it now. It. Jeez.
0: Oh, gosh. <laughs> I don't want to go right into the class action lawsuit. Let's start with what made us happy this week instead, and then we can talk about the class action lawsuit, shall we? (laughs)
1: It kind of did make me happy. What made you happy? Um, Oh, jeez! But uh, what made me happy this week was um, I got to play clicks in real life with some friends, uh, some of the Omaha boys that I haven't seen in a while. And uh, I also got to put together a puzzle, and I haven't done a puzzle in... Gosh, probably close to like 15 years or more. It's just not something I really do. But uh, I got the puzzle all the way done, and I was missing two pieces. But, you know, isn't that a fact of life? No matter how accomplished we are, we're still missing a few pieces. And that's okay, everyone. It's okay to be missing a few pieces. You can still put some glue on the back, hang it up somewhere. Feel accomplished. It's fine. It was a garbage pail kids puzzle. So, oh, geez. Really gross little children. Kind of fitting that it's missing some pieces then. Yeah, it might have been on purpose, or the dog (laughs) might have ate a few. I know I caught him with one, so that's possible. Um, But yeah, super gross little children. uh, Soon to be hanging on one of my walls. So. Oh, really? You're going to put that up? Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't do puzzles don't just to put them back in a box. No, no. Excuse me. Pardon I mean, this me, is the so first you. puzzle I've done in a while, so I really honestly don't know what I do with puzzles anymore. But uh, So
0: were the pieces like half the size of a Heroplix card? Was it like one of them real big puzzles?
1: No, it was like, it it like was a thousand pieces thousand oh, okay. piece uh, wow. puzzle not like one of the i think they make like 10,000 piece puzzles so there's like much bigger much more intricate ones yeah. but there were some like really wonky kind of difficult pieces to like deal with and there was a lot of weird mix match colors because there was a lot of stuff going on it was like a very uh a very like right. ch- i don't know challenging picture as far as like colors go but um yeah, it wasn't bad. It was just cool. It's fun to, like, do something that's, like, I don't know. It's not exactly relaxing as you're doing, like, a puzzle. For me, I'm, like, very. Yeah, but it's it's very nice. Like, it's feeling of accomplishment when you get done. You're just, like, look back and you're, like, ah, I completed it. Except for the two pieces that are missing. Yeah. <laughs> See.
0: Maybe that's like a little bit of a story. Not really. There's no story. It's just missing two pieces. But like you still frame it. Even though it's missing two pieces, you're going like to glue it together and frame yeah, it. Yeah. That's pretty funny.
1: Be like, yeah. yes. And those two are uh, right. to a dog's stomach. I'll put that like a little... Uh, monkey? No. My guess? Oh, no. no uh, Milo. All right.
0: Oh, ah, okay. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, all right. Uh, what made me happy this week? First of all, the garbage pail aesthetic makes sense for Simeon. I can see him liking that for whatever reason. I just feel like that's like
1: something he would actually kind of enjoy. Hey, you grew if you've up, up as seen, a garbage uh, pail kid. You can take the garbage pail oh, out of the kid, but you can't take the kid out of the I garbage pail.
0: Jeez, gosh. <laughs> I was more referencing like Wolverine and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, I could see Simeon liking garbage pail kids. That makes sense. Uh, all right. What made me happy this week? Uh, kind of what made me happy last week which is why we recorded the episode on Wednesday last week, released it on the normal time. You guys probably didn't even know that because we're so good at what we do. Wow. Uh, But I went down to Florida. I posted about it on our Facebook and our Twitter, and I met with super fan Chance McCall, hung out for a few days, played some Hero Clicks. We went around the Gainesville area, went around Orlando a little bit, played some Superior... Frick, I can't, still say superior. Uh, Spider-Man and Venom, Absolute Carnage, uh, sealed. And then I bought a Deadpool booster for my other booster. Chance bought a Flash booster for his other booster. I pulled Tiamat, and I still lost that game. It hurt, hurt me a little bit on the inside. Um, and we also played it with some Supernova, because you know me. I've always got packs of Supernova. I've got endless packs of freaking Supernova. So I brought like four of those down. We played some Supernova sealed as well. Uh, it was just great. It was a good time. Hanging out, uh, hanging out with the boys, as we call it. We went to the Knockin' Boots bar where, very, very good cowboy bar. And I just got my butt handed to me in pool. Not my fault, though, because no one told me what teams we were on. It was very loud, very loud. So I was, the whole night, I was shooting the wrong uh, balls in the hole because I thought I was on someone else's team, which was probably make me look like a crazy person or very stupid either way (laughs) uh it was a good time of the trip probably (laughs) at no point was your teammate (laughs) like hey what are you doing that's what i'm saying at no point there's three other people chance his teammate my teammate they could have all said hey you've been shooting like stripes in this whole game uh you know we're solids right you would think at some point at some point uh in the game they would tell me nope guess not I'm, I was lining up shots and I was sinking them. So I was like, I'm thinking to myself, man, I'm great at pool. I'm kind of showing off. Uh, nope. Must apparently be like not. a
1: weird Florida thing where they're just like, hmm, some sort of weird strategy this guy's got going on. Let's not say anything and see how it works out. Because, uh, yeah, every time I've ever played pool, as soon as you sink like the wrong ball, Everyone at the table is like, oh, geez, what are you doing? You ever played this game before? Like, they make a very big deal of you, like, being bad at it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was uh, a, little, a little peeved me off. We also met some Florida people, some Florida men, some Florida women that, wow. Uh, I'm I'm thankful. Uh, thankful every day I don't live in Florida. Oh, man. <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. Uh, walking around the streets in the Gainesville at, like, 2 a.m., You see some some real nice folk down there in Florida, Uh, if you're from Florida. No, but I'll I'll get to my two quick Heroclix highlights, uh, because we've been talking about it for a lot. Uh, We met listener, uh, I met listener to the show, uh, Tyler, and he is just a fan of the show. Recently got into Heroclix, Chance was getting him into Heroclix, and he was like, oh, hey, I listened to the show. So we talked about that for a little bit, but it was really cool. Uh, to meet a listener in real life, you know, obviously I was there to, like, meet Chance, who is a listener. But, it's like, to see another person not at a Heroclix night, that's really cool. Just sort of running into people like that. So I, I really enjoyed that. That was really sweet. And I'm, you know, glad he's just enjoying the show. Glad he's, you know, listening. It's really sweet. So, yeah, shout out to Tyler. And then we went to a physical location of Cool Stuff Ink. We went to a Cool Stuff Ink store, as you guys saw pictures of, and bought some bought some Heroclix there. I mentioned having a, a podcast that there's I was sponsored. I got some pens, so I'll, gi- I'll be giving out some pens, some cool stuff, ink pens to our patrons. I guess here, uh, I only got like five pens. He just like grabbed me a handful, so that was all You're right. Uh, we out. ordered. Did
1: you like lean in and like put your hand up to your face and be like, "Hey, I'm uh, Code Dial five. and he was like, "Ah." So
0: I was about to say about Dial Five. We, could. <laughs> their computers. So they have computers there. So their store, they don't have a lot of physical product. I mean, they do, but it's all in the back. It's not on display, right? Normally, their store has a bunch of just tables in it, and then it has computers. You click on. It. I mean, they literally they have a website. This makes sense, right? Like you just buy it all on the website, and then you you hand him, you tell him what order number it is, and then you don't have to sign in or anything to your account. You just tell him what order number it is, and all these computers are built that way. Um, tell him the order number. He prints your receipt. He's like, "All right, this is your order." They just go in the back and then they just grab it all. So that's really cool. But uh, yeah, with the way that website is built on their computers, for some reason you can't uh, you can't put in a discount code. So the big brain play would have been go on your phone, buy it on your normal account, and then just select in store pickup, and then uh, then walk in the store you get the 5% off dial five code. Very interesting. Very interesting. Now, sadly, I was not able to whip out the old dial five on them, get the 5% off, but I was able to pick up some figures that I just sort of didn't want to pay shipping for. I more just bought them there for like the novelty of it. Like I didn't need Sharon Carter from Civil War like badly, but I'm just like, yeah, I'm here. Let's pick up, grab some hero clicks. It's fun. So yeah, that was cool. Uh, I just enjoyed seeing like a physical cool stuff ink store. It was just really neat. And then, obviously, we stayed the night in Orlando and flew out the next day. It was just a good time. It was a solid, solid Florida trip. I really enjoyed it. All right, that amount of awkward silence means Simeon uh, does not care, and we're going to move on with the show. Uh, so let's let's get right to news. <music> Simeon Bruce, the people. The people of this fine Heroclix community, some of them, anyways, they sure are upset. They're upset about the distribution, the price hike, the the lack of communication on WizKids' part. What?
1: Well, you know what, what the good Calder, people going to do? Be upset. I'm upset for them, and for the low, low price of mm. five thousand dollars, I'm willing to represent them in court when I take WizKids to task over this oversight. I am, I'm just completely blown away that a company of this magnitude would have the, the absolute audacity to just ruin families like they have. Uh, no, um, I I don't want to, I don't want to pretend to be a lawyer anymore. It hurt me on the inside for that small amount of time. Uh, so yeah, um, I don't want to make a huge deal about this, but it seems like, well, we did, um, we did mention it on the last episode, how there were weird distributions where some people were getting only like two super rares per brick or, you know, like they'd get like a double Mm -hmm. common prime, like just distribution errors is the only way I can really put it. And the reason why I would call them an error is because. As HeroClix collectors, we've kind of gotten used to a certain distribution for cases and bricks. Like sometimes it's different. Sometimes yeah. there's like the the one-off case where somebody gets a really good like double chase and super rare prime in their case, or they get you know the opposite where they get like two primes and no chase, or like something like that. But those are very like few and far between. Uh, it seems in this last set it was noticeable enough that some people have mm. kind of like struck out on their own and they, they want to take whiz kids to task for it. And I'm not going to fault them for that because you know, it's free country. You can, you can do whatever you want to be honest. If you want to try and uh, make whiz kids do something about this to correct their error, then uh, that's fine. Uh, at no point Anywhere on WizKids product, do they guarantee you a chase or prime per brick or case or anything like that? Um, That's just kind of common knowledge that we've come to gather over the years. But it's really like, you know, it's never been a guaranteed thing. So it was always kind of up in the air. Buying sealed product is a gamble. Like, make no mistake about it. This is gambling with like plastic figures. You are gambling that what you are buying in a blind booster is better value than what you can buy on the secondary market or that it's better value than like what you're paying for it. Because uh, if you get, in most cases, like ABPI for instance, if I were to get an ABPI, a Thanos Ultra Chase, compared to a Star brand, those are both technically chases. One of those is definitely worth the money and the other one... Won't even What's like it? cover the cost of the brick, so
0: yeah. I mean, so I, the way I think about this is I've never wanted to sue anyone, I've never wanted to take someone to court over anything. I'm a pretty uh forgiving guy for the most part. Maybe I just haven't been wronged enough in my life, I don't know. Uh, but I'm I was number one lucky enough, I skipped House of X. Uh, not because of price increase or anything, just because X-Men are just the worst. They suck. Um, but yeah, I, I did buy one House of X booster. Uh, that's going to go up on our YouTube channel later, the Dial H official House of X unboxing. That's that's what you get. Um, yeah, on it, it says it includes five pre-painted collectible miniatures. Uh, and honestly, it doesn't even say it includes cards for the miniatures. So like, technically, if a booster came with no cards... You still are getting what you pay for, like, based on, like, what the box says. Um, collect all 75 figures. There's 75 figures in the set. It says featuring special team-up cards. What, what I do hate about this booster is that there's no picture of Hero Clicks, and there's no talk about the scale increase. Um, I really hate no Hero Clicks on the box. That's definitely my new least favorite thing. Just, like, artist pictures of X-Men. But, yeah, like, what is our... What is our proof? I guess is what I'm trying to figure out. Like, where does is there a video recording? Is there an audio file of Kenny Pena saying yes? In your case, you will get at least one chase in one of the bricks <laughs> of your case with three super rares, and then in the other side, you will get uh, at least the common prime and an uncommon prime, or at least one prime, potentially two primes, and then maybe three, potentially four super rares. Like, that's just so it sucks because like that's what we're used to. And when we when something happens that we're not used to, it it does throw a wrench. Like it feels wrong. It feels like we've been wronged. And I totally agree. Um, I totally get the upset. I would be mad if I bought into this set and this is like what I pull. It sucks. Um, There's also talk of people saying like the whatever cards, the team up cards have their own rarity. So like maybe that's what's affecting it. I don't think it affected JLU that much though. Um, I also didn't buy any of that.
1: Half as many as JLU. Happening. That is true.
0: Uh, but yeah, there was someone saying like the team up cards might count as another like rare extra thing. So if you just get less super rares, you might have more team up cards. And I don't know what that's been like. You know, no one mentions that when they talk about the distribution in the set. So I don't know. Um, but it is a really crappy thing where you buy a set where the boosters go up $2 a piece and you just you're literally getting less value. You know, I mean, technically, whatever. Yeah, the sculpts are goofily big. Um, you're just getting less value, which sucks. So, I understand the outrage. I don't know if there are actual legal grounds to sue Whiz Kids. Honestly, like I don't, and I'm not a lawyer. I don't know but anything about that. I'm no Matt Murdoch. Yeah,
1: there's definitely legal grounds to try. Um, I'm not sure, I, I don't I think I you're gonna absolutely win. Absolutely, do not see anybody winning. I don't see. Victory, I guess, is what I'm saying. It's Yeah. Again, like, had WizKids stated, like, in a brick or case, you will receive, like, this and this. Like, if they had guaranteed you yeah. some sort of value. Uh, but honestly, I don't believe at any point they ever guarantee you to even pull a super rare. So if, um, like, you bought a entire, they- like, ten cases and all you got were rares... I still think WizKids would be, like, technically okay. Um, I'm not saying that it's right or that, like, that's the way that it should be. And I do think that an open communication line with WizKids would be great so that we could bring these, like, grievances to them and they could make better or, like, make uh, reprimands or whatever they need to do. Like, they would be able to have an opportunity to fix this kind of thing. But sadly, um, yeah, there's been... Pretty much zero communication on WizKids as far as this goes. That's what upsets me the most. I would I would say the no
0: communication. They could be like, Oh, sorry, the factory workers, whatever, got the wrong print off sheet, or there was a typo for however, I don't know how these I assume they're like hand packed. Maybe they aren't. I don't know. Like Honestly, the boosters, yeah. so Stuffing them, someone's stuffing them in there, right? And then they've got like just probably bins of figures in car. I don't know how they do this, honestly. There's it doesn't seem like there's an easy factory way to do it, but you know, like was... I don't know how a golf ball is made. And then I see how it's made, I'm like, oh, that makes sense, you know? So, like, I don't know, I clearly have no oh, idea. So simple, uh,
1: so simple to make golf, so balls simple. When you, put it, when you put
0: it that way, you know, uh, <laughs> can we get a how it's made on hero clicks? Maybe it is like booster randomized machine. I don't, I don't feel like it is, but maybe um it'd be a yeah. cool process to watch no uh but yeah like maybe people just got the wrong sheets maybe like there's like an uncommon guy a common guy and the super rare guy was just kind of half-assed doing his job that day he's like nah hey common guy yeah give me another common slap that in there give your yeah. card for it I don't the know. guy
1: that was in charge you know? of super rares was like i'm going on break cover my shift and the guy was like all i've ever yeah. done is commons and uncommons what do i do which one's the yeah, super rare and just starts like jamming more gene grays and cyclopses in there there it is but then it they forgot to the course if... apparently there's also like weird distribution on the common wolverine like he just hasn't That's been right. very common like in bricks and stuff um but no i think the new common guy hates wolverine we got uh, a new common very... guy in He Uh, hates Wolverine. That's impossible to hate Wolverine. He's so That's true. He's literally like the
0: favorite X-Men out of like Um, all of them.
1: Even just WizKids saying like, Hey guys, we hear what you're saying, we'll look into it and like get back to you. That would be worth like a lot. Just them saying, like, you know, hey, we don't hand pack these with our twenty five employees or whatever we don't hand pack these boosters. This is not on us, but we'll get with like our distributor and our like manufacturer and stuff and try and figure out what's going on. So it doesn't happen again. That would be worth it. But like we, we haven't Mm -hmm. even gotten that. And I think that's like the worst part is just like a simple message, like letting us know, like we're not just chattel that are feeding the whiz kids funding for more product. (laughs) And that like, we actually, you know, have some sort of stance with this company because truly like if you wanted to think of it as like a publicly shared company, there's only about like 10,000 of us hero clicks players that are active. Probably. I don't know. Maybe I'm shooting a little low, but I feel like 10,000 is like roughly correct in the world. If each of us had like one share, there would be, I don't know. I think at least, five percent right now that are really like worried with the direction that the company's going in and like five percent's a lot of like a, a publicly traded company. WizKids isn't yeah. but you know yeah. in this uh weird uh thing I'm creating. Here. I wonder if NECA is that could be potential. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Anyways. So you're saying we should we should sue NECA instead. It's what uh we're not shooting high enough No, uh, very strange. Well, this comes
0: to my main problem is I don't want to, like... I also... uh, Conflict of interest might be I don't want to sue the company that makes this game that I like. (laughs) Unless, like, they're... Like, I don't want to put them out of business.
1: Yeah, that's also true. Which I don't think that would. Uh, Um, But, like... Best case scenario in you suing them... I want them to get their act together. Yeah. You know? Best case scenario in you suing them is... uh, uh, You don't Uh, win because if you do and it sets whiz kids back financially to the like point where maybe like the next set or like, you know, they have to like start implementing something to correct this and it costs them too much money and then they can't release sets. And then eventually like two years down the line, they're just like barrels are empty. They're completely out of funds. Uh, That's not a good scenario either, but yeah, it's, it's very interesting to say the least uh for sure so i guess the way i'm going to cap it off
0: is this might be just the end of a general house of x thing overall to release the price increase with terrible coalition distribution whatever you want to call it um reusing rare sculpts for super rare sculpts uh the new sculpts not really being that dynamic um bigger for sure but this is this was just overall a bad set um, to increase the price on. And I hope that sets going forward that have better sculpts, the newer sculpts that have a price increase are just better sets in general with distribution, with everything, with sculpt reuse, with whatever, right? So, and I have no doubt that it cost more money to make these new sculpts. It obviously did because they're charging us more, but then they also reuse rare sculpts, which sucks. So like this whole fiasco, this whole lawsuit, all of this could have been avoided they would have just made it like a normal set and just had bigger sculpts. That's like, that's all they needed to do.
1: Well, <laughs> so d- it really sucks. They didn't just reuse like, well, as I've said before, um, I don't think I've said it on the podcast, but the super rare sculpts being reused as rares is not a problem. What the problem is in this set specifically is it wasn't super rare sculpts being reused as rare sculpts for the most part. I think night crawler and Cardinal, you could uh, like argue that was a super rare uh yeah. reused yeah, yeah. but it's, like North and uh Magneto, yeah, that rough. is that is like an uncommon sculpt, or at best a rare sculpt. Havoc, that sculpt is from Wolverine and the X-Men, like one to one complete reuse of Wolverine and the X-Men yeah, yeah. sculpt, which Full was reused in 2017 as an L E. And now it's being reused again. Like Havoc has so many interesting things that he's done in comics and stuff. We don't need the exact same sculpt three times over. Jeez. When did Wolverine and the X-Men come out? Like a while ago. 2013? Yeah. 2013. A while ago. Almost eight years ago. Uh, Yeah. Like, I mean, give or take Uh, a couple months. Eight years ago. Yeah. Yeah. We, we really don't... like. We could have done better for Havoc. Like, Do some chest laser. Do some fist laser. Do, do something.
0: Um, yeah, man. Just I laser
1: something. Laser, alright. Yeah. I
0: think that's enough. Yeah, no. Finish your final thoughts, but I think okay, I'm yeah. done talking about House of X, class yeah. action lawsuit.
1: <laughs> final thoughts for me uh, when it comes to when it comes to House of X I really think that this is just a... Slip Up, they were, and I I might be giving them a little bit too much benefit, but I truly think that this was just a slight error on WizKids' part. I think they were going to go with this larger sculpt and more dynamic poses and stuff, and they tried to shove it into House of X when half of the set was already done, so half of it looks really crazy good, like Juggernaut, Apocalypse, Nightcrawler. Oh, yeah. Some of it looks super awesome. And then some of it just falls really short. And I think going forwards, especially like looking at some of the stuff from Future Foundation and Wonder Woman, I think some of it's going to get a lot better. That's just me being mostly hopeful. But I truly think that this might have just been like a hiccup in them transitioning. And I'm going to give them a little bit of benefit to, you know, hopefully they are just in transition right now and uh it's going to get a lot better because truly i do think that at best this set is a flop um it's definitely not like an intentional flop but man yeah oh man
0: makes me happy Simeon, the X Men fan of the show, <laughs> admitting defeat of the X Men set sucks. Yes, yes. Power, unlimited power. Let that hatred flow through you. Ooh, I love this. Big fan, big fan of the hate on the X Men set. All right, uh, let's move on. I'm going to do a quick chat before we talk about the Prince tournament. I'm going to do a quick shout out to another tournament. Uh, JSA clicks on Facebook. You can find, they have a discussion group and then they have a normal, just like page that you can go like uh, their podcast. I think we mentioned them before their podcast. They're probably on Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Jay Solomon being the host. So it's JSA clicks. So J is in James, S is in Sally, a is in uh, apricot uh, clicks. There could have been a better word for that. Anyways, uh, they're doing a charity event. And I just saw this post. I don't know. Uh, the details of the event i think more will be released later but he said as previously mentioned working on putting together a charity event for the american foundation for suicide prevention so pretty solid cause i would say uh we are also announcing the format is going to be online sealed with the set being captain america and the avengers big fan of that i like that uh canadian jay solomon is is doing that (laughs) uh he says we'll be using a virtual pack system developed by jay patel so the boosters have been programmed with an algorithm for the packs contents we want to be absolutely clear that nobody will be getting physical product just playing in a sealed format. So hopefully it has a normal price and not a sealed price because you're not getting any product. So hopefully it's a pretty low $10 or something cost of entry. Uh, and then he says Jay has received a Spider-Man 76. It's an extra and it will be going into the prize pool along with lots of other prizing. They also have prizing that I'll be throwing in if they hit a certain point of money raised. Uh, he said, we have King's Tomb Blood variant, a JLU Chase Prime set, which he, which Jay himself is storing in. And he said, if you want to donate, get in contact with him, and uh, they'll figure out the details when the event is up and ready to go. So the event's new, but just sort of keep it on your mind. Uh, go listen to JSA podcast. Go like the page. Keep up with the event. Uh, pretty cool, guys. Uh, Jay, Chat and whoever else is on that show, um, mine's blanked right now, but uh, and Devin and Adam other people Friedman's are on there. Uh, but anyway,
1: there, yeah. Devin Owens and Devin yeah. Adams have both been yeah. on there.
0: So Jay's doing pretty cool things over there. His memes are pretty weak. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Uh, they're not all winners. <laughs> they're pretty rough. Uh, I'll say that. Um, but I like Jay. And don't don't like message Jay like you did Chad, guys, by the way. We love Chad. We just didn't think he listened. People just people I know people in real life that love like that like that I do the show and know I do the show and just don't listen because some people just don't listen to podcasts
1: yeah. and that's I okay. I truly just it's thought like Chad getting, was too busy right? making TikTok videos yeah. because he's so thick that like what else could he do for a living? Yeah.
0: Um but yeah, dude, Like we love Chad Birdsall. Let me tell you something. If we don't talk about him on the podcast, those are people we hate. You know, I talk about Chad, he's a funny guy, you know. I don't talk about like well, I shouldn't name anybody I don't like that's bad. That's yeah. a bad idea. But anyway, if like, we don't
1: talk about them right We wouldn't now. Be let's of, just let's just name we, off all the people we like right now. Um Chad Birdzall. People. Devin Chad Birdzall. Adams. Devin Adams. J- uh,
0: Devin- all right guy. And you
1: yeah. listeners. Those that's it. The we like. Well,
0: yeah, of course you like the listeners. Um Unless Tom Kerr is listening, in which case I hate that no, I love Tom Kerr. Tom Kerr is such a cool guy to talk to. No Facebook though. Negative points on the no Facebook. Um, but yeah, that's that's all I wanted to say. Check out the event. Um, didn't mean it turned into such rabble rousing or whatever, but seriously, guys, leave leave Chad Birdslaw alone. Don't
1: message him about this. We love Chad.
0: Genuinely. Also,
1: this is not sarcasm. Whoever this new Bimian Srews guy is on our Discord. Watched, he's just mouth. a really cool guy. Bimmy oh, and Pretty that's pretty what cool guy. Yeah. Whatever that is.
0: He's starting uh, and Get old Bimian Sreus, huh? He's starting some fire. He's starting some uh, some rivalries that do not exist. He's calling some people out. <laughs> pretty funny. It's pretty funny. I'm enjoying that on our Discord. Uh all right. That's all. I just wanted to mention Jay's tournament. It seems cool. I'll probably play. It's Captain America Sealed. Uh, I had terrible luck with Captain America Sealed in real life. Maybe it'll change me online. I don't know. We'll see. Simeon, do you want to talk about the, uh, the Prince tournament wrapping up really quickly before we move into community? Yeah.
1: So going from a tournament ran by someone who has no idea how tournaments ran to someone who absolutely does. <laughs> uh, uh, so the Prince tournament has wrapped up as far as the, what I'm going to call like the actual tournament portion. We do have the lower bracket still getting underway. And so, uh, that will be we'll be able to update that later. The actual tournament we had. Let's go. Let me just uh, go to our. I don't think I listed the top four. So the top eight um, in ranking order was Lucas Tom Van Hollen, Colin Bell in second. Going in, that was a t- uh, coin toss. Colin Bell also. So they were both three and O with nine hundred points. So that was a towing cost to see who was oh, in wow. first and second. Uh, third was Matthew DePaz, just slightly behind with also a 3-0 record. Uh, fourth was Caleb Reddick. Fifth was Steven Bombera. Sixth was P.J. Bolin. Seven was Zach Pogany. And eighth was Eric Mulherin. Um Our top four, uh, the ones that moved on from single elimination, was Lucas Tom Van Holland, Caleb Reddick, P.J. Bolin, and Colin Bell. And then from there, it was Lucas Tom Van Hollen versus P.J. Bolin, uh, two people that I think, I, you know, haven't really made a name for themselves in HeroClix. So it's cool that this tournament has really, you know, oh, raised them up. Maybe a few people will like see these names and be like, "Oh, wow, maybe maybe those players aren't too bad." Um, and this is what that tournament really. Uh, I bet is. They, they caught the attention. Of,
0: of some high-level teams. They might be on a, <laughs> on a competitive yeah, a team I here mean, in the future. I bet they'll
1: get recruited. If I, I ever bet. resurrect I bet. the Sonic Pest <laughs> team, Sonic Pest would be more than happy to invite PJ uh, yes. or Lucas yes. Tom Van Hollen to join. Um, Ed Shelton can join, too. You know what? He wasn't in the <laughs> tournament, but I'll throw his name out there. If he wants to join Sonic Pest, you know, it's a homebrew team. Uh, but uh, such the, a nice guy what a prince guy. tournament winner <laughs> uh, proving that money makes the difference lucas tom van Hollen <laughs> takes home the win and you know i think it's only fair let me let me double check and share what his team total build cost it's all about Cedar. money yeah cuz clearly i mean you say no Money, 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 money. I'm sure singing. Uh, totally from the top rope elbow drop. Um, so Lucas Tom Van Hollen from the top the cell elbow drop. Baby. Let me let me go from the top right. down. So the highest right. team build that we had was almost fourteen hundred dollars. Then there was mm-hmm. one, two, three, four, five, uh, six, seven. 8 9 ten. 10 builds that had more uh, expenditures than Lucas's build so his came in at 873 points um, he sent me his build and I said do you have a sideline and he said uh sure and then sent me his sideline so clearly a very well thought out build he ran uh <laughs> <laughs> a, a truly <laughs> destructive team. Um, so his team was uh, God Emperor Doom, Double Sheriff Strange. So, so Lucas's it. full build yeah. was God Emperor Doom, Valeria Von Doom, Franklin Von Doom, and then Double Sheriff Strange for an even 300 points. A very simple build, but uh, I think it's got like two outwits potentially, it's got a double perplex from God Emperor Doom, a double perplex from each Sheriff Strange. So God Emperor Doom, of course, rocking that, uh, for a hundred points, rocking that 12 attack, four damage pulse wave. Uh, Valeria Von Doom also has a perplex and among other, like, you know, little kind of fun things she can do. Um, just an absolute ton of like utility in this build. Um, and really it's uh, I'd call this almost like a tent pole build but even then it doesn't really have to be because Sheriff Strange's aren't no they are no slouch they've both got stop clicks they've both got like range combat expert and some other random stuff that they can do um Franklin turns into a monster if you try and deal with him early there's a ton of yeah. utility like yeah, it
0: needs doom like right away for a good schmacking. but i mean with all the perplexes anybody can hit pretty hard in that team especially yeah. if the uh, opponent makes a mistake putting Franklin on his whatever clicks, you know?
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, Yeah. That's, I mean, that's basically it. Uh, God Emperor doom can get like perplexed up to a plus three attack, plus three damage, and then potentially single target pulse wave. Franklin can drop some terrain to help with that. Um, I have no idea what his actual strategy was going in, but I mean, clearly Sheriff strange, is still somewhat viable uh even without id cards like in the meta but yeah just a a really solid kind of yeah. like battle world thing going on and uh just really really proves to me that uh, you know had had money been an issue lucas you know He's, he's not won any tournaments before. It's not like Lucas's name goes to the top charts over and over and over again. Um, yeah, it never so, happens. Never. So, yeah, it was a totally. good th- <laughs> It was a really good thing Jeez. that we weeded out all the rabble rousers so that Lucas could finally win because <laughs> he wasn't dominating the players. beginning of 2020. Uh, you know adam freeman might have gotten the last two wins but lucas got the first like 35 so um (laughs) for sure starting 2021 off real strong there old lvth yeah he uh he won the first official
0: like bigger size tournament in 2020 the first official like tournament of the year since class of x didn't happen and then the, uh, the uh the energy drink tournament hasn't taken place yet so yeah like Simeon won, uh, Simeon, uh, Lucas won the first, like, sort of big online turn. I'll say, sort of big, you know, 20 people is pretty solid, pretty respectable for online. So, yeah, absolutely. All right, uh, that's Prince. That's wrapped up. Let's go ahead and jump into community. There are dozens of us. Dozens. We've got some listener questions that I'm pretty excited to answer. Uh, if you follow us on Twitter, uh, a follower of ours uh hc cosmics so i assume it's like hero host cosmic uh is asking a ton of questions uh for not just uh, dial h but asking them for uh, mr clicks flicks mr Clickso, a lot of misters i guess we're all misters aren't we except for those that are miss and misses anyways um or doctors anyways uh well, i just realized it was
1: mr casual then, uh, yeah, yeah happy you here whos flicks casual Twitter. clicks and on
0: uh, casual clicks in may or may not just be like someone that posts a lot on Twitter. I don't know if they have a YouTube channel or not, honestly. Um, but he's mentioned us a few times as well. So if you want to see quite a few questions, check that out on Twitter. Uh, he's asked some solid questions. We're going to answer one of them on the podcast and we'll maybe try to save one each week to answer on the podcast. Cause he's, he is asking a lot of questions on Twitter and, and it's, it'd be hard to like do full episodes of all of those. So we're just going to do this one real quick and that is what is the hero clicks product you ever got?
1: Uh and then the there you go. Is, what he got really it. Yeah, got what you, you interested here. into HeroClix? So um, I'll go first. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first HeroClix product I ever got was a Gravity Feed booster pack, so like a single figure booster pack of the Flash set. Um, I was like, "Hey, I kind of like the Flash," and this was uh, when I had like some expendable money. I was like fresh in the middle of college, I guess, but I had I had some decent savings, and I really wanted to start like nerding out my apartment. So I was like, "I kind of want to get some statues, some action figures, stuff like that," but I was looking for alternatives because action figures can really take up a ton of space, and apartments uh, are kind of small. And statues just run way too much for like a single statue. You have to be like really selective and you have to buy them at the right time and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And so I was being very selective. And this is also when I was at the height of my comic pull list, I was getting like 14 comics every week. So every month was, yeah, just a ton of, a ton of stuff was happening. This was, uh, I think 2016, 2015, maybe, um, Mm -hmm. But this was when the Flash set was new. So the gravity feeds were out. I was checking out, grabbing my pull list, and I was like, hey, what's this? And the guy was like, oh, they're pre-painted miniatures for like this game called Heroclix. And I was like, but they're basically like little statues, right? And he was like, I I guess if you're stupid and that's what you think they are. And I was like, I am. (laughs) I am stupid. I do think they are tiny statues. And he was like, go ahead and buy them then. See what happens. And so I bought one. Thinking I would get the flash because there was a lot of flash on the outside of that booster, and instead I pulled good old gravity feed max mercury. To which I said, "Who is this? Why does why is this what I pulled?" Um, so I wasn't like super ecstatic about the first product I ever got, but what really got me interested into Heroclix was after I bought that first one, I went home and I like Googled, I eBayed, I was looking all over and there was tons of like really cool older sculpts that weren't super expensive so some of the old doomsdays like really caught my eye um the fact that there was an entire set wolverine and the x-men that was like oh yeah i could just get all of those and then i've got all of these figures and not only are they figures that i really care about and i read stories about they also very rarely a lot of these like smaller time figures they very rarely ever get made into action figures and definitely don't get made into statues like Corvac. Yeah, um, definitely true. never made into a statue, maybe an action figure here or there. But yeah, after that, after I started collecting those for that reason, um, I got into the game and you know, the rest is history.
0: All right, right on the, the product that I first bought was a, avengers 2012 movie starter set and then in that same order i got like two packs of street fighter clicks the little cardboard box ones and then i got two packs maybe just one booster something of uh, the original captain america set so the avengers starter was awesome i played the heck out of the uh the Stark Tower map, and I forget what's on the other side, but I played the heck out of that map too. It's just he's barely holding together. Played those map a lot. Played the heck out of that Captain America. He was just called the first Avenger. Played him a ton. I loved that Avenger starter. Uh did not care for the dice, obviously, little little crappy little dice. Um, and then the Captain America booster, my rare was Mr. Immortal. I got Slingshot, I got Batrock's the A. And I don't know who the last two figures were. I don't really remember um sadly but that's pretty good booster memory three out of five i think was great uh for my street fighter clicks they were both ken and this probably is what cemented ken is like <laughs> one of my favorite street fighter characters uh it was the <laughs> yellow gi ken with hadouken and then the uh red gi ken with the kick which is just just a cool sculpt and i still have the red gi ken with doing the kick Dude, how's it you Whatever it's called, I don't know, yeah. But this this definitely is what cemented like me preferring Ken to Ryu, was just like him like getting him in that booster. I was like, oh yeah, dude. Ken's way cooler than Ryu. He's got a freaking American flag on the back of his car. This is awesome. This dude slaps. So those are my that was my first product. Um, I knew what hero clicks was. I ordered these online uh from ToyWiz.com. I wouldn't recommend them for hero clicks, honestly. They're very expensive, but they do still sell hero clicks on there. Um I knew what they were thanks to glass cabinet hobbies. I mentioned this on the show before I used to watch his YouTube channel a lot, uh, for like mini mate and action figure unboxings. And then I like hero clicks. What's that? And like the thumbnail is like a bunch of little figures. So, uh, not going to lie. I thought hero clicks were like way smaller than they actually were. I don't know if he just has real big hands or something, Whatever is up with Ryan Morgan. Uh, but I got them and I'm like, Oh, these figures are actually kind of big. Cool. So like that was neat. And then, uh, playing the game i didn't learn how to like properly play this game it's like two years in i was just like playing however um it didn't come with action tokens so i just didn't use them which is why i'm so glad that action token packs exist like it says in the rules get pennies or pebbles or something to use as an action token to show when a character is in action i'm like well if action tokens were that important they would have given them to me so i just didn't use them you know first hero clicks uh like night i go to this guy's like, all right, your guys did actions. Going to give them tokens. I'm like, nope, they didn't give me any, so I'm not going to use them. And he's like, Yep, yeah, nope, that's illegal. Uh, here you go. So I got some action tokens, <laughs> stuff like that. The, what Judge. just what made me like, really, yeah, I know, right? Blatant cheating. Uh, what just got me into the game more than anything was just like superheroes. They're cool. Like, I just like them. They're just neat. I just think they're neat. You know, like that's really, that's totally it. It wasn't some like big started playing. And it was like, whoa, addicted. It was just cool to like play with people, not play in my basement anymore. I mean, I had I had a pretty good collection going. I just liked them because they were just little miniatures. That was really all I liked. I just liked action figures, like toys. So I'm like, all right, buy some hero That That's really it's a pretty simple story, but I liked I liked that Avengers starter set. Played that cap to death, you know, every single team he was on it. I probably I honestly probably only played those other figures like once or twice in that Avengers starter set, but that cap figure I played just a ton.
1: I will say that For the most part, Heroclix is also a very self-selecting crowd, whereas with Magic or like Yu-Gi-Oh! or other collectible games that are pretty popular, you can get like a wide variety of people that have like different interests and stuff. But for the most part, Heroclix players like comics and they like superheroes. Um, I don't know anyone that plays Heroclix and is like, ugh, comics, what are those? Like, you know. Um, you kind of have to enjoy, and I mean, you might sway to Marvel or DC or, you know, something like that, but very few people are going to not like yeah. one of the properties. Um, they're definitely not going to dislike both properties for the, like, right. I mean, I don't know how you would play this game if you didn't like either Marvel or DC. Um, I like both I prefer image, but of course, like, you know, it's been a long time since we've had any image hero clicks. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's cool to. Because, like, Look, if you're in a comic shop. I like both, shop, and I prefer Archie, but here we are. <laughs> if you're in a comic shop, you, uh, you can kind of strike up, like, random <laughs> conversations with people. But when you're playing <laughs> a hero clicks game, like, you're definitely already talking to somebody. So, um, you're just like with your peers, people that enjoy comics and like nerd culture and not saying that like Yu-Gi-Oh or magic players don't have that. But, um, if your interest is specifically comics and like superheroes, yeah. Magic like might not also be like, you know, in that kind of tier, you might be like, I yeah, feel you like read like that new Wolverine. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, because it just, like when yeah. you play Yu-Gi-Oh, like, you just sort of play Yu-Gi-Oh,
0: or like you just play magic. we can talk about magic, but, like Hero Clicks. You can talk about the comics, the movies, whatever, you know, which can lead into all sorts of different stuff. You can talk about wrestling, you know. Just that's what's great about Hero Clicks is the amount of uh, different properties it has for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah, ready to move on to the second uh, question here, Simeon of the night. Oh yeah, we have we have an email from Will. Uh. Sadly, we don't know if it is the Will Smith or if it's just Will Smith. I'm pretty sure, it uh, is. but if it's if still Will it's Smith a Will Smith. A
1: a, if he takes I'll a take part it. playing Moon Knight in a future movie, then we know for sure this is the the Will Smith.
0: Yeah, that's that'll really tell us. Uh, he says, "Hey, Dial H for HeroClix. What are your guys' thoughts on the old HeroClix scenario packs from stuff like Fear Itself and War of Light? Do you think they should make scenario packs again that are separate from starter sets that have scenarios in them?" Um, this is an interesting question. Obviously, if you guys have been playing Clicks the past year, sort of been paying attention to the starters, the Masters of Evil starter, the Fantastic Four starter, and now the Wonder Woman starter, as long as the JLU starter, uh, those all had scenario packs lumped in. You know, I think that's fine. I think what they're doing is good. Um, I don't play scenarios that much. Even when I, like, was by myself and, like, didn't have anyone to play Clicks in out on the ranch, you know, um, I couldn't play the scenarios because... The scenarios they gave me uh what was the start what was the starter it was iron man and split lip and then a bunch of pogs and it was like you couldn't play 90 percent of the scenarios because you needed other figures from the set right. or at least some yeah. version of them but like play kurth or some juggernaut and i'm like well, i don't i don't have a juggernaut so and if curse not juggernaut sorry excuse me um no, but like is. yeah like I didn't... Oh, okay it is all right cool um Yeah, I didn't have the figures, and that's why these starter sets are great, because it gives you the pogs and all the figures you need. So, really, these starter sets aren't necessarily starter sets. They're just, like, better filled out scenario packs, you know? So, I like it. I think this is the perfect way to do it. It gives you all the figures. It doesn't, like, say, like, oh, you also need something from somewhere else. Good luck finding it. I think these scenarios are perfect. It gives you plenty of scenarios to do all the scenarios uh build off of each other depending on the outcome which is really cool Uh, i haven't played any honestly you should should probably do it with the avengers massive evil because otherwise you're never going to play those pogs so like why not so yeah i I like these starter sets i think this is the perfect way to do it as far as if they were to make them separate i don't i wouldn't mind i guess a scenario card in a booster that's like separate and then that way just because then you can make it a bigger thing so now it's not i guess now we would say it's limited to just the figures in that starter, then you're like, ah oh, man. So like that could also be cool. But that once again, it goes back to the same thing. You have to find them, track down all the figures, whatever. So it kind of depends, but I think where they are right now, I think it's perfect for, uh, for scenario packs. I think it's great. Sibian?
1: Yeah. I have a hard time disagreeing with any of that. Um, I think fear itself and war of light had a lot more emphasis on bystanders. And then, These newer ones are, like, they still have bystanders, but it's way more emphasis on, like, the main set figures that they give you, like Silver Surfer, Doom, uh, you know, like whatever kind of stuff. And so I'm going to liken it to, like, Call of Duty, how there's a campaign and a multiplayer, but some people really are only in it for, like, the multiplayer. So for those people, the... Scenario packs, like you know, quote unquote campaign, uh, doesn't matter. Like they're just, they just want to play with like multiple people. They just want to play the game, uh, the multiplayer mode. Yeah. The campaign is still really fun. Uh, the main story is really fun. You can't really play it multiple times and have the same experience like as you will the first time. It's it gets kind of old if you replay it too many times. But like these campaigns yeah. are really awesome for like one or two like sessions. Um, it's really fun to do it once or for twice. Sure. I don't, I'm not going to say that it's like necessary to do. Um, I will say in like Call of Duty, I don't know why you would buy a game and then not play like the story that they provide you. It seems silly, but that's uh, what I would say. <laughs> when it comes to hero clicks, I kind of understand it. Um, some of the scenarios just seem like I've looked at a few, like I'll set them up and then I'll look at it and I'm like, I don't want to do that. That's just it's like you won't be able to damage any of the opponents. You just have to get across the board to the other side and I'm like, "Uh, eh, no." <laughs> um, but that's a little, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a little funky. As far as like additional, I don't know how I feel about like additional uh scenarios in booster packs. I don't know how I feel about that cuz uh, I feel like if you're somebody that's already really into scenarios, you're not gonna want to buy a bunch of booster packs or hunt those down. But at the same time, it would be right. really cool. Then I could get to team up card levels of annoying to yeah. collect. It would be cool, however, if you like pulled a booster that had like uh super rare. This um, uncommon. Like if it like I pulled a booster pack for House of X that was all Marauders. It was five out of the seven Marauders in the set in that booster pack. That was a cool booster pack. It would have been neat if that was, like, if there was a campaign or scenario card in there that was, like, the Marauders need to uh, hide from the X-Men. I don't know. Something like that. And it was, like, some sort of, like, weird, like, stealth mission where, like, they had to get by into, like, the X-Mansion or something. I don't know. That would be cool and thematic if you're already going to pull the pack. It'd be a little annoying if you're like a just general collector. But I could see... I mean, scenario cards clearly wouldn't have the same pull as team-up cards because they're clearly not like a uh, competitive thing. So um, I don't think they'd be super expensive. But yeah, it, it could be interesting if they catered to what the booster already has in it i guess Faux shizzle faux shizzle uh and then i think that'll bring us to our last listener question
0: this is on our discord channel it is by Bimian and the god uh question for the show with mutants this is kind of not here looks related but uh it'll still be a fun question here uh with mutants confirmed for the mcu who would you cast as the original this is in quotation marks original x-men and then magneto Uh, And then he's got a quick follow-up with how do you think they'll be introduced So Simeon? uh, Let's just uh, take turns. I would say casting our X-Men. Do you want to go first? I'll try to do if I have that character who I think is on the original X-Men, then I'll just say that version of that character. If not, uh, we'll just keep going. Simeon, go for it.
1: Okay. Um, So I think we both agreed in this one. We were kind of talking before the show. Uh, My first Mm -hmm. pick is for Colossus. And I just said, the person from mm. Deadpool because that was, I, I mean, as far as Colossus that's shown up on film, that's my favorite one so far. Um, they never showed him not in armor, but I, I just, you know, yeah. I really liked the one from Power Deadpool. Down.
0: On. Um, I, I did agree with you on that, however, I did write down I would like Colossus to be played by Rusev, aka Mirio, uh, the wrestler. Right, look him up.
1: Okay, yeah. I don't yeah. think he's a at, at all, but he is Russian, that's for sure. <laughs> that's yeah, that is uh, a WWE fact at least. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's an AEW fact now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Who who else are you in cast, this, I mean? All right. Um I don't want to do I'll do my Magneto last. Uh I went with Professor X. I said Brian Cranston. Not for any Ooh. specific reason, but Brian Cranston's just really been he was kind of like a slow burner in my opinion. Maybe I'm wrong, but from what I knew him, he was like uh, Seinfeld, Malcolm in the Middle, some cameos here, like some small like roles. and then he just the last couple years he's just been knocking it out of the park with um, different like shows and stuff. So of course like Breaking Bad. He's uh, Walter White, I guess I think his name is. Um, he's in Your Honor, which is a new... I think it's Netflix. I just started it, so I can't remember exactly. Um, he does a really good... I mean, he's just like an incredible actor, for one. He's just got like a ton of range. He can do pretty much any kind of character as far as what I've seen. Um, so I'm giving, maybe I'm just giving him like way too much credit. But I think he could just knock anything out of the park... And I'd like to see a darker Professor X, like a uh, Professor X where, like, maybe you don't a hundred percent trust his motives. There's been parts in the comics where Cyclops is like, "Do I really want to be on this team, or did Professor X just plant in my mind that I will always be on this team and that's like my calling from now on, and I can't so, do anything else because, up. yeah?" So it's it's a very cerebral like role. And in my opinion yeah, yeah I just think Brian Cranston would really knock it out of the park if they went with like that kind of like Professor X isn't this altruistic like uh, home for orphans kind of thing. He's you know, mm-hmm. he's making super soldiers. Well,
0: yeah, you're not wrong. Uh my Professor X is is a tie. Um leaning a little more towards one way. Uh it's a tie between uh Goldberg and stone-cold Steve Austin. <laughs> I think it would be hilarious
1: to see as <laughs> Professor X. Jeez. Um I'm trying to imagine involved. a professor Gentlemen. rolling up with his like wheelchair to a door, but then also kicking it open like Goldberg would. <laughs> or uh like rolling into battle against somebody and then Wolverine tosses him two beers. Beers, yeah, exactly. Wolverine, my beers. Send him (laughs) the little little telekinetic message there. My powers are activated by slight intoxication.
0: Yes. Yeah, man. We've had a Professor X, (laughs) James McAvoy, struggled with like drugs. He can struggle with alcohol abuse. I'm okay with that. All right.
1: Great casting. I'm lucky. Yeah. Far so far, pretty awesome. Um. I'll go with uh, my Cyclops pick. So my my most boring pick, the most generic generic person you can ever pick. Anybody works for Cyclops. Um, is it a random dude? Then yes, it can be Cyclops. I went with Jensen Ackles. So that is it for those of you that don't know. That's Dean Winchester from the Supernatural series. Um, he's been in other things. He's apparently cast as Soldier Boy in The Boys. Um, Which will be a very sad and, uh... I don't know. It's just going to be a very disappointing way to look at him for me, because he's been in Supernatural for so long, and then he's going to be, like, this super loser in the boys. Um, But yeah, Jensen's got the right look. He's just, like, you know, chiseled jaw, leader-type kind of face. Um, Mm -hmm. Very, like, generic pretty boy, which is exactly what Scott Summers is, just super generic pretty boy man uh yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, i originally had scott porter written down for cyclops i think he would be a fine cyclops as well so was, uh, but yeah. i have to give it to uh, a member of the undisputed era roger strong i think would make a really good a really good cyclops uh if you don't know roger strong is, you gotta watch some more nxt uh but he is very much uh, he's got, I think, the least beard out of anyone in the undisputed era in that that group. And I think if he shaved it, he's got you know kind of just brown haired, kind of just regular dude. So I think Roger Strong would be a fine Cyclops.
1: Okay. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah. All right, my next one I put down for Storm. This one doesn't make any sense because she's already in the MCU. But I put down Zendaya, the um, I guess quote unquote MJ. From uh, Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, she's not really, really MJ, but or kind of. Do you think she's going to be Storm? Well, I, I don't know. Because the, the hard thing for me is envisioning how the X-Men are coming into the MCU. If they're, if they're like transferring from a different universe and they're like these old, grizzled heroes, then she doesn't work at all. But if they're going to like try and create them mid-universe then it makes a lot more sense to me because she's really young and I think she's got a lot of range in her. Um, she can kind of like clearly not the same character as MJ, like being transferred onto storm, just the same actress. Right. But I think, yeah. Um, I actually really liked the lady that they picked for, uh, the X-Men apocalypse and whichever one was right. Yeah, before no, she that. Was good. She was yeah. good. Uh, dark, I get a days of Future Past. Not, I don't know if she's nearly enough past. screen time, but yeah,
0: yeah, she was good. Uh, my storm pick goes to Naomi uh, of WWE fame. Uh, feel the glow. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I think she'd make a great storm. I think she'd be awesome.
1: All right. Yeah.
0: Uh,
1: yeah. yeah All absolutely. Right. <laughs> Uh, so, following up with that, my Are you rogue... anyone uh, sensing a pattern? <laughs> no no. A yeah, pattern. Keep going. Uh, they're they're all mutants, as far as I've listed them all oh, so far. Yeah. Um My rogue pick is Dolly Parton, a la 1980. So Ooh. For Ooh. this one, we need a time machine to go back in time, uh, bring Dolly Parton from 1980s to modern day, and cast her as rogue. So this is 100% because of the uh, the Southern charm accent. I don't mm. think they've quite nailed that with Rogue. I know it exists. I've heard of it. Um, Dolly Parton definitely has it if you've watched any of her older films. Uh, but yeah, I, apparently Hollywood just like put a kibosh on that and they're, they're not doing Southern accents anymore or something. I don't know.
0: Potentially. Uh, I do not have a Rogue on my team Um, but let me see, Simeon, do you have a Thunderbird on your team? I do not, no. Okay, so this is where I'll throw in my Thunderbird pick. Uh, Thunderbird is going to have to go to none other than uh, Tatanka, a.k.a. Chris Chavez. (laughs) Um, If you don't know, Tatanka is, uh, I think it's Lakota. I might be wrong, for Buffalo. Um, And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But uh, Chris Chavez is is his real name i think he'd be great most native american roles in hollywood seem to always go to adam beach and i got nothing against adam beach right adam beach is cool um he was slipknot or whatever and i kind of almost wanted to cast him as thunderbird just because he got such a crappy deal for being no no taylor lotter lot oh yeah i guess
1: jacob keep your i guess so
0: i forgot that's right. That is. Him. You're right. I forgot about that. Um, but to me, Adam Beach seems to always be the go-to um, guy they get for Native American actors. He was also Danny Moonstar's father in New Mutants. For anyone that saw New Mutants, oh wow. Um, but yeah, I had, to, had to give it to Tonka for sure for Thunderbird. I think he's got the mat, the size that we're looking for for Thunderbird, and that would just be cool. Because okay, no offense to Adam Beach, they'd have to get him on some mass gainer. Uh, they'd have to get him on a regimen. And, you know, oh, a little yeah. bit of the Hollywood super use. A little bit of PED use probably to get him into into Thunderbird shape. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, cool. For yeah. sure. Awesome. Um, next pick here.
1: Next pick is going to go for Jean Grey. Uh, I don't think they've mm. ever done her justice. Really, like, in any medium other than the comics. Um, she's a very cool character in the comics. A lot of, like, interesting like different stuff that goes on between like Madeline Pryor or like the inner circle or whatever. But man, even in like the cartoons and stuff, they kind of just like, blah, it's just like boring. Anytime jeans on, you're like, oh, there's her. Um, so I put Felicia day. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if I'm going to say like, she's a great actress, but she's not, a terrible actress. So I will, I will say that I'm not going to say that like she would knock it out of the park, but I think that she would definitely pull it off. Um, I don't know. It It also depends a lot on like how they wrote the character to whether or not it fit her. But when I think of Jean, I don't think of like this, like really like quiet, like teacher type, which is how like she's been portrayed in most of the movies that she's been in or just like this girl that's, uh, having like a midlife crisis and like goes crazy, also a terrible way to portray it, but yeah.
0: Uh, I do not have a Jean Grey on my team, I'm very much doing the giant size X Men uh team. The only female wrestler that has red hair that I can think of, I would not want to be Jean Grey uh in a movie. Becky Lynch, uh, yes, that would be the Becky Lynch,
1: yeah, that's her. Um, now that you say I that, don't, I think she'd be perfect, Calder i don't know (laughs) i'm gene guy that's not even how she's
0: sorry (laughs) on the mat on the mat close enough Yeah. yeah yeah, yeah. i don't know i she might be able to she i guarantee she probably adds a bit of no i've met her in real life she doesn't add any brogue unless she unless she did that for us the fans to keep the kayfabe alive i don't know um But anyways, yeah, that's the only one I can think. That's the only one I can think of. So I guess she's my Jean Grey. I didn't have it written down, but Becky Lynch is Jean Grey, I suppose. Or Eva Marie would be fine, too, I I guess.
1: All right, Simeon. All right, getting into the more interesting characters. uh, Nightcrawler. For Nightcrawler, I put down Ezra Miller. So it's half because it's the only guy that I could think of that's, like, really eh, really wiry-looking, like he looks like he'd be hard to keep in one place. Like he could just like poof around. Um, Also because they like to seem to, they seem to like to portray Nightcrawler as like a really creepy little dude who like doesn't talk to people a lot. And that's kind of how I picture Ezra Miller in real life. So I think it'd be easy for him to pull off what they already want Nightcrawler to be.
0: He's really not that creepy. He's such a nice guy. Nightcrawler's such a nice dude. He's really not like a creepy dude that just doesn't talk. That's like, that's the way he's, Portrayed in movies. Personally, big fan of X Men Evolution Nightcrawler. Probably one of my favorite versions of Nightcrawler. Loved. I don't know if you watched X Men Evolution Simeon. Uh, it's all on Disney Plus. Worth a rewatch, oh, yeah. I would say. Really love that show. Yeah. It's probably
1: one of my favorite. X-Men shows. There's a lot of like comic uh, arcs where you know. Nightcrawler's like the absolute heart of the X Men, where like he's the only thing yeah. that holds some of them together. He's just um, he's, man. He's really, he's just sweet, sweet kid. He's the glue, man. Really yeah. holds the team together.
0: Uh, anyways, my nightcrawler prick uh, was Drake Maverick. Maybe not a lot of people know who Drake Maverick mm. is. Uh, he's a wrestler. Uh, who to thunk? And he's just like he's just kind of a short guy. He's he's British, but uh, I'm sure he could do some. I'm Wagner. Do some German somewhere in there. So
1: I thought you might uh, picked like yeah. somebody like uh, that was like area code six one nine or something. Maybe uh, I don't know. <sighs> He's Mexican, like someone, someone pretty mysterious. How would that work? How know. would that work for Nightcrawler though? And he's like 50 years <laughs> old. He has a son, Dominic Mysterio, yeah, like 20 something <laughs> years old. Well,
0: now wait a second. Is that? Are we sure? Are we sure that's Ray Mysterio's son? I don't know. Eddie sure?
1: Guerrero laid claim <laughs> to Eddie Guerrero. What a uh, great storyline, WWE story man! Line. So glad we had Destroying that one real people's families is good for TV. <laughs> Thank you, Vince uh, McMahon. Um, uh, my Wolverine pick. I would Brave Mysterio would be my Nightcrawler pick. Is that what I just sorry. Keep going. know because he's short and fast.
0: And um, you're not wrong. He is short and fast. He's but Drake fast. Maverick cruiserweight
1: in in and of himself. Uh go for it, Simeon. My Wolverine pick. And I guess so when I think uh, of Wolverine, right. I think of someone that's like ageless, someone that a uh, potentially immortal that could play this role for the next fifty years and you'd never suspect that they had like even changed. So that was the one problem with uh good old Hugh Jackman was you could tell that he was getting older as the films progressed. <sighs> And it was at a rate that was not consistent with Wolverine. So I picked someone that uh, I think history says, you know, since the 1800s has not aged a day. There's, there's portraits. There's a lot of proof to the uh, immortality of this going. person. So all right, yes, yes. Here we uh, go. Keanu Reeves of uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure fame <laughs> and John Wick. Oh, that's. Weird. Okay, there we go. Uh, yes, uh, the immortal man, um, sad Keanu, if you will. Wolverine's a very sad character. Uh, yeah, True. I think he, I think he could pull it off. Truly, I, I don't think I would actually want him to play Wolverine, but I truly think that he could knock it out of the park if he did.
0: I think that's a pretty fair assessment. I would say so. That'd be good. Uh, all right, I went with um, switching it up, uh, going to AEW now. There were plenty of Canadian wrestlers in the wwe none of them except for maybe daniel bryan a little bit gave me a real wolverine feel and even then i don't think daniel bryan's got the ruthless ruthlessness that uh we need for wolverine and kevin owens is just a little too uh, uh he could play fulverine maybe that would be that'd be <laughs> kevin Owens for sure um but john silver i think would be perfect for wolverine if you guys don't know who john silver is he is hilarious uh look up like best of john silver like on youtube uh, very short man, 5'4, uh, beard, very, very stout, muscular dude. Um, but he's got some hilarious, uh, videos, promos, and stuff that he's cut with AEW. But John Silver's got to be my Wolverine pick.
1: I mean, there's only one rabid Wolverine in wrestling, so I guess he's dead, so it doesn't matter. Um, my Magneto. There it pick is. is... See, <laughs> see, I
0: was going to say that, but here we are. That's so, a, see, Here yeah. we are.
1: Um, My Magneto pick, out of left field, I'm going with like this grizzled, angry old man who's got a voice like you poured sand into a leather sack and then put a leaf blower into that sack and blew it to make noise. It's Tom Waits, the beautiful, sultry towns of Tom Waits. I don't know who Tom Waits is. Oh, I'll I'll play a clip for you later. It's dreamy weather. Yeah, he's
0: he's All been right. in a couple That's films. Uh,
1: Seven Psychopaths, uh, Wrist Cutters, A Love Story. He's been in a in a couple films. Um, the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. He plays like a gold miner panner, whatever.
0: Um, oh, okay. Then I know. Okay, yeah, yeah. I've the guy that. who's like
1: yeah. the guy who's like my nugget, my nugget of gold, or like whatever. Okay. Pocket. He's looking for the Mister Pocket, the pocket of gold. That's Tom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got that cool, that very unique voice, and I, I think he could deliver. a good Magneto. Um, maybe not like the right background as far as uh (laughs) heritage wise. Oh yeah. Um, all
0: right. My Magneto pick. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna do some mental gymnastics uh to get these guys together. Um, personally, this is one of my favorite picks ever. So. When you think about Magneto, you think about the struggles that he went through, and without trying to uh, get into too many gritty details about Magneto's early childhood, let me just talk about uh, a really good classic movie, and that would be Schindler's List. Um, not going to go into it anymore, uh, but you know who else has a list? Chris Jericho. I think Chris <laughs> Jericho would be a great, Magneto. I really uh... do. I really
1: <laughs> Man, uh, that makes me think uh, like broken Matt Hardy now has to fit into the, this universe somewhere. If we're gonna put Jericho making his list on,
0: uh, <laughs> yep. that's my pick. That's my pick for Magneto Uh, anyway, <laughs> second part of the question is. How should they be uh, introduced
1: to the MCU, Simeon? How do you? If I had, so if I had full control of the MCU, if I was uh, yeah. making and breaking decisions, I would mm-hmm. not do the. So, like my only two potentially, like, makes sense in-universe kind of explanations is, one, they open a portal to a, like another dimension, and for some reason the X-Men decide to abandon their dimension and come to the MCU one. Um, doesn't make a ton of sense. The other option is, like, you introduce some sort of Terrigen mist that happened in the oh, pause geez. with the snap, and people developed powers over that. Equally, terrible I will say uh, honestly more terrible because that completely retcons like the the entire mutant thing Um, Mm -hmm. so I think the lesser of the two evils is somehow dragging them out of an alternate universe or you potentially do Mm -hmm. a uh, what's the name of it Um, the Mandala effect Mandela effect yeah the Mandela effect where two universes got, got combined, one ate the other universe. Some of the things carried over. So you have like a, you have like a movie, a short film. You have something that deals with like the Jonathan Hickman uh, universes, or yeah, universes colliding kind of scenario. Except for whatever reason, like they can't stop it. They collide. Except like they just merge instead. And then you have, like, all these noticeable differences, and one of which is like, I don't know, let's say you have, well, it can't be Cap because he's off-beat. Right, old, old man. Or, yeah, but like, let's say you have, like, uh, like, Bucky or somebody like, walking past, like, a window with TVs, because that's still a thing that's real in the the <laughs> real world. Um definitely goes into a, just a plot-driven device. Yeah, well, maybe. <laughs> yeah, so, like, uh you have him walking by and, like, puts a confused look on his face and, like, it, like, looks... zooms in on the TV and it's, like, uh... anti-mutant protests, like, get out of hand or something. And he's, like, mutants. And then, like, that's it. That's, That's the entire explanation that they have. There's, like, a big flash of light. They see another Earth slowly colliding into theirs. There's a shimmer. The two Earths merge. And then you have some established MCU character look at a TV... And see a news broadcast that doesn't make sense as far as the MCU we know. You don't need any more explanation than that. Don't make like a huge big deal out of it. Uh, We don't need any like Mysterio coming from alternate dimensions to save this one. That doesn't make sense. Terrigen Mist is awful. Don't do any of that. There's no Godzilla nuclear warheads transforming lizard people into mutants. None of that. Just do simple quick get it over with we know it's not going to be good but it might as well be fast and painless
0: <laughs> yeah um my answer might just be kind of lame i guess but uh just introduce them like who's who says the mutants had to have already been here all along like why can't we just just like in comics right like there were superheroes before the x-men and then the x-men became a thing and then they're superheroes after them so just sort of like same thing. People ask the same question: The Fantastic Four. You don't have to write them in. They don't have to be full-powered Fantastic Four right away. Let's just—I mean—origin stories suck, sure, whatever. But like, just introduce them to the universe. Same thing. We're getting like Shang-Chi, the Eternals. People be like, but wh- why didn't they help beat uh, Thanos? Purple Man bad. Why didn't they do that? Mutants." I'm like, "Well, because they didn't exist yet." Boom. Easy. Make make them young. Make them just not have realized their powers yet. It's pretty, it's pretty mm-hmm. simple. I think. I think it's pretty. It's pretty standard, should be pretty easy to do. Um It's kind of hard. I would say for all superhero teams, it's pretty hard uh, to organize mutants. They just sort of happen everywhere. They just sort of exist, you know? Man. So like
1: I saw a funny It's sort of like Professor X He's kind
0: of just kind of bad at it. So he just finally got them together now, you know? Like There's you a go. Twitter it's pretty post easy. That
1: was like <laughs> being a bad guy like an x-men like villain must be really oh, I, hard I was, yeah. when like there's just random new mutants every day and you're like oh god what does the one with like 20 eyes do is he like able to see everything i do does he shoot lasers out of all of them like the other one what does he do oh god <laughs> like that would be pretty tough
0: yeah you know claw guy is there though all the time oh, can't yeah, yeah. kill claw guy claw Guy's always there <laughs> Now the bald one's got mind powers, but this one's got a lot of hair and also has mind powers. Very inconsistent. Hard for me to figure out what in the world. Um, yeah, sure is a tough life being an X Men <laughs> villain, I guess. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that is that are all those are all the listener questions uh, for right now. Great questions. If you want to ask us questions, go ahead. Send them into our Twitter. Dial it for Hero Clicks. It's a four. Not spelt out, just literally the number four. Uh, on Facebook, it's facebook.com slash for hero clicks all spelt out if you want to send us a message there. If you uh, are a Patreon member or just in our Discord, um, I don't know if I'll purge it after the tournament. I uh, probably won't. Uh, maybe I will. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, you can go ahead and ask questions in our Discord. And speaking of Patreon, if you want to hop on over there, we got some cool stickers coming up for this next month. We have awesome action tokens. If you want some tuning of the band action tokens, some generic howdy, howdy, let's get rowdy dial H action tokens and some uh, Lexus forty cakes, as well as I do these action tokens that are for the elemental converter that you can put on the edges of the map that show the map shrinking. Uh, if you're playing in real life, if you want uh, cool stickers as well, to put on your Clicks box, we have some Extreme Rules style stickers as well as just a Dial H for Hero Clicks podcast stickers. So you can represent the show. And obviously supporting us lets us get better equipment for the show, lets us do all sorts of fun, wacky stuff for YouTube. Um, a lot of it does go into the YouTube. Uh, it's, you know, it's really fun. It's super fun to make YouTube videos, guys. Uh, I did promise that if we get up to $1,000 for the Patreon we're at hundred right now, but if we get up to a thousand, uh, I will build a wrestling ring. Uh, if we get up to two thousand or more, uh, we will make Extreme Rules to Hell in a Cell. Uh, so if we if we get up to those goals, guys, this is a promise. If we do genuinely get up to those goals, uh, I will absolutely, you know, the funds are there. I think we can make a wrestling ring for a thousand bucks. I imagine so. I'm sure Simeon's neighbors would love that. Uh, and then Hell in a Cell is just chain link fence. We can do that for sure. I mean, as long as it's um, on
1: wheels guy. and not a permanent structure, so I don't have to update my right. tax code. Oh, right.
0: You know what? Maybe we should just fly. You should just drive out to the ranch. I drive down there enough. Let's let's make you drive out to the ranch. Then we've got free land to do anything we want on. That's That'd be the easiest way to do it. Um, yeah. Well, if we get up to $2,000, hell in a cell will happen for Extreme Rules 2. Uh, and we'll like dump hero clicks out on the mat like they're thumbtacks, and we'll body slam each other into them put Simeon through a hero clicks table, hit him with a crossbody. I don't know something. It'll be great. We'll Shane O'Mac jump off the top of hell in a cell uh, into a pile of house of X bricks. <laughs> we'll do all this and more. If you uh, go to patreon.com slash dial H for hero and just supporting the show is awesome. So we just appreciate everybody that supports the show. Before we go though, uh, make sure we do a quick Jedi Legend Hero Clicks tip of the week. You we don't want to sell the death sticks.
1: I don't want to sell you death sticks.
0: You want to go home and rethink your life. I
1: want to go home and rethink my life.
0: Jedi Legend says, uh, try the bizarro method, reverse stuff, make it backwards, run the dials uh, from the end to the beginning. So you start right before the KO click, so whatever the last click would be, and then you turn it uh, counterclockwise. Um And then he that's how normal bizarro goes and then he adds a few other things that i've never used in bizarro but like makes sense so super senses succeed on a one or two uh crit hits are crit misses uh, and vice versa so like that's pretty cool and then uh, this one is really interesting leadership removes a token from an opposing character instead i just i wouldn't roll leadership to be honest with you um that one's just not great uh but yeah like i like this bizarro format if you guys ever play Bizarro, I think it's a great way to shake up your local game scene. It makes you re look at dials. There's tons of figures that have end click effects um, that make them really cool or really good. So yeah, it just totally flips the scaling of the game, which is awesome. So definitely try the Bizarro uh, format. It's super fun. I think it's a great tip uh, for anyone looking to kind of spice up uh, their hero clicks lives. Yeah, and that is
1: all for the show. There's definitely a few tips, uh, reverse dial figures that you want to like kind of ban or at least make like uh, explicit rules for the yeah, KC figures. Sentry Void. Void definitely needs to be off there. Yeah. Sentry Void, the KC figures where they come in on their last click, if there's like a crit miss or crit hit or whatever. Um, oh, right. You wouldn't want them to have their full dial for like 25 oh. points or whatever. Um, there's... So uh, Uncommon Wolverine from Uncanny X-Men who has to be like one-shotted. Otherwise, he always comes back to click seven or whatever it is. Um, But yeah, Yeah. there's a lot of solid figures that have a really cool like last click. But yeah, especially in today's day and age where you're allowed to look at the last click of like a figure. uh, They just never hit it, especially if they don't have one of those like cool stop clicks or whatever. Um, yeah so reverse style or bizarro rules is an awesome time to pull those figures out when you're like hey this guy is amazing on his last click but I never get to have him on his last click so like I really want that 12 for 5 psychic blast whatever um, yeah it's yeah. it's just an awesome and I mean you don't want to do it all the time but it's an awesome like once or twice a year kind of scenario yeah. Definitely an easy like
0: way to do it is just make it modern age. There's not as much broken, crazy last click stuff in modern age. But golden age is where it's really fun. You can play a bunch of what if Ironmans for 40 points. Nuts. Love those guys. So yeah, no, it's bizarro is a super fun game mode to play. And if you haven't played it before, uh, play it and then send us in. What well, you thought of bizarro like game mode? Because it's crazy fun. Uh, One more quick thing, guys, for the YouTube channel. If you haven't yet, you know, go subscribe to the YouTube channel. We do unboxings, all sorts of cool jazz. The podcast is also there. Uh, But a show is coming to a close. Thursday Throwdown is going to have its final Golden Age episode. And then we're going to kind of decide what we need to do with Thursday Throwdown after that. But it's going to be a tiebreaker. So go to YouTube, the comment section of Last Thursday Throwdown. Uh, That's TMNT versus Star Trek and comment your votes this can also be done on our discord our facebook our twitter just look for the post um but comment your votes for what you want us to use this is the tiebreaker tiebreaker match to see who wins the last thursday throwdown golden age game i am building out of the thor Ragnarok movie set and simeon is building out of undead let's try to get this to have the most votes we've ever had this is it this is for all the marvels this is going to be the thursday throwdown king maybe we'll go back and see who won the most ages Uh, shoot it might even be tied for that too honestly so this is the big tiebreaker this will be the last version of Thursday Throwdown we'll probably still be uploading videos called Thursday Throwdown but they're just going to be different so this one is just the very this this may be the last video you guys ever have a vote for We might totally change the format up you never know so make sure you make sure your vote is heard and uh, vote for Simeon for Undead and then Calder me is Thor Ragnarok movie and that's all I have to say
1: All I got to say on the show. Yeah, we might do a bracket format where you don't get a say in it. Um, And if you want to, you can shoot us a email or a direct message on Facebook or Twitter or whatever uh, to say whatever your suggestion is with Thursday Throwdown moving forward because, yeah, we're out of Golden Age. So uh, with the exception of a few gravity feeds that, let's just be honest, aren't really worth digging into yeah. as far as gameplay goes I'd not. Um, <laughs> yeah with the exception of those uh, it's kind of a toss up as far as how we proceed with this um, if we get enough suggestions one way or the other it might change what we're gonna do but we've already got a few ideas in mind so yeah absolutely and if you've got a few ideas in mind take those ideas wrap them up tightly pack them into a little ball and then go to CoolStuffInc.com where you can find cool stuff in stock every day from the latest HeroClick singles and sealed products to board games, puzzles dice, tokens boxes to put those things in check them out at CoolStuffInc.com Happy Trails The King of Segways has not lost his It touch. was alright. It was alright. I don't know. That was your best one. <laughs> the pause. You had to think for a second there. Uh, that was bad, yeah.